Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's the Jim Fannin Show. We've come to take your mind. Am I still on? It's a witch hunt in Grimsby. Counselor Dave Sharp is up against it. We'll have that live. Buckle in. Welcome aboard. Fuck. (laughs) The, The intro finally is starting to get me amped up like I used to get amped up for my old shows when I had a real radio show on terrestrial radio <laughs> funny 610 CKTB had to cancel their morning show today because well people are on vacation and then people get sick so when that happens we have no one to fill in <laughs> I wouldn't have noticed I don't follow I don't listen anymore I used to be a regular caller like I, I mean like a daily caller Greg Vesna posted it and tagged me in a link saying, Jim Fannin's available for the show. <laughs> Town of Grimsby, special meeting coming up. I got a bunch of links. We might uh, even take your calls later via Zoom. This is one from Rob Primo. Shander did a little thread. All these links are at the very bottom of the show description, and they're at the top, but I put them in order at the bottom. Here's the agenda for the special counsel. Here is the integrity commissioner's report on the matter. Uh, The standard, if they have a chance to make anybody that appears slightly conservative bad, will put the article up in front of the paywall. News now. Who the hell is uh, Mike Williscraft? I used to know who that was and I, I forgot. I've forgotten. Uh, another article, the Grimsby Lincoln, the news, Grimsby Lincoln, the news. There's Dave Sharp's fake book profile. 
another uh, post by Shandor who's been watching it. And frankly, I wouldn't even know about this if it wasn't Shandor. Shandor's done a good job at policing the media and local politics. And I've been trying to look away, to be honest with you. I, I can't care about this stuff, but I can't not care either. So here I am, and we'll carry this live because, well, come on. When I say 5 o'clock, we start at 5 o'clock. And I, it's important that my guests are on before 5, you know, so we can go live like a five-minute mic check just to make sure your camera's set right, that your broadband is adequate, that you can't, yeah, you know. But these guys, I guess... When they say the meeting is at five o'clock, well, it is five o'clock right now. So, tech, I mean, technically, they should have started already. We've got 18 watching now. This link also is in the show description. If you don't want to support oh, my channel, I should probably click this to a better aspect ratio. Uh, the link is in the show description. Here we go. Looks like Good evening. I'd like to call the special council meeting of Monday, July 18th, 2022 to order. Uh, first off, are there any disclosures of pecuniary interest? Seeing none, uh, we'll start with um, the report. Uh, Integrity Commission report IC 16634-0222. Good evening, Michael. Uh, nice to see you. Good evening. Thank you. It's nice to see you all as well. So the, uh, if, if I can go ahead, uh, Mayor. Uh, Absolutely, go right ahead. Okay, okay. Thank you. There was, a, there was a, a pregnant pause there for a moment, so I wasn't sure if that was my cue to go or you had more to say. Pregnant? So, you can't say pregnant. Um, so I've, I've obviously produced a report for you. I know it was on your agenda at your last regular council meeting. I apologize I wasn't able to be there that evening. I was I was away out of town uh, on something that had been uh can you speak up just a little bit? It, 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 we can't hear yeah. you very well. All right. Thank you. How's this? That's better. Okay. I bring my microphone up. Sorry. It might obscure my face lately, but. Yeah, it's no problem obscuring uh, I, your face. I, trust I apologize. Us. I wasn't able to last meeting when this matter was first brought on the agenda. I was out of town on, uh, on a holiday, actually. Uh, something that had been booked significantly in advance of this item being on the agenda. So. I wasn't able to attend, I appreciate that you're able to do it this evening, and I'm glad that I'm able to be here for it. Um, I don't really have anything to add other than, um, you know, the report is before you. Um, it's fairly significant, quite lengthy, and I would suggest very detailed. Um, and it should provide you all the information you need um, to make a decision. However, I'm here to uh, answer any questions. Um, if something requires some clarity, uh, I'm happy to do that. Um, but otherwise, I would suggest that the report uh, speaks for itself. And um, I ad advance it for your consideration. Thank you. All right, great. Uh, thank you very much for your report. And uh, um, right now, I'd like to uh, participate in the de debate. So I'd like to relinquish the chair and um, have uh, Councillor Ritchie uh, as a deputy mayor. Uh, take my position because I uh, have Mayor a Jordan sounds like he's like either having right a stroke now. or is very very nervous. Can you hear the huffing the and puffing? And I have uh, Councillor Frank as a Wow, second. talk about nerve-wracking. I can't even watch guys like this try and conduct a meeting when they're so nervous. 
And the dude on the bottom is straight evil. Look at that dude. <laughs> Somebody put some horns on the guy for the me. Through the mayor, to the clerk. Go ahead. So as our procedure says that the mayor can't participate in the debate unless he leaves the chair, but it doesn't say that he can move a motion if he leaves the chair. So our procedure says that he has to leave the chair to participate, but it also says that the mayor may not move or second a motion. So the mayor, go ahead. See you, Chair. Uh, so once he steps down, he would be considered as a member of council, and then he could move. So he's not currently the chair. Only the so chair cannot move. Could you could you just get me the spot in the where it says the mayor and not the chair? Because I think it says the mayor. Through you, Ms. Uh, chair, Mr. Chair, he's he is a mayor, but he stepped down as a role of the chair. So he is also a chair when he. So when we say mayor, we're talking about his official capacity, but when he steps down as a chair for running these meetings, uh, he would also be considered as a member of council, and currently he stepped down as chair, so he can move the motion. I think the confusion is the his role as it. a mayor and the chair. The way I read it, it says the mayor can't move or second a motion. So when we're... In this meeting, he's currently stepped down as the role of a mayor and chair. All right. So I'll ask the deputy mayor, what, is, what does he think? Sarah, this mic is not working. Oh, there it goes. All right. So thank you for the point of order. Uh, we've heard from the clerk, and I will agree with the clerk on this matter. Thank you. I'll read the resolution now. Uh, moved, moved by uh, myself, uh, second by uh, Councillor Frake. Whereas a member of council is held by virtue of their office to a higher ethical standard of behavior and subject to the principles and rules set forth in the Town of Grimsby's Code of Conduct, and whereas it has been determined by the Integrity Commissioner that Councillor Sharp participated in, supported, broadcasted, and promoted an illegal occupation in the City of Ottawa, and whereas the Integrity Commissioner colluded, concluded that Councillor Sharp, through those actions, contravened sections 4.1a, d, e, and 14.2 of the Code of Conduct, and whereas an email on a separate matter from a complainant in that investigation addressed to Council and the Town CAO was distributed by Councillor Sharp to a person or persons unknown, and Whereas that email and identifying information about the complainant was subsequently circulated to a protest group social media page, resulting in harassment, abuse, and defamation of the complainant. And whereas Councillor Sharp would have known or ought to have known that circulating the email would be detrimental to the complainant and their privacy. And whereas Councillor Sharp obstructed the integrity commissioner's investigation into the circulation of that email, and the issue of reprisal. And whereas Council and the Town of Grimsby respects residents' diverse viewpoints and supports their right to privacy and right to be free from harassment, and whereas the totality of Councillor Sharp's actions in this matter are egregious, not consistent with Council's guiding principles, and reflect negatively upon Council and the municipality. Therefore, be it resolved that Council receive the Integrity Commissioner's Investigation Report IC 16634-0222 
an addendum dated July 2nd, 2022, and that as per section 233.45 of the Municipal Act 2001, a suspension of Councillor Sharp's remuneration as member be imposed for a period of 90 days. Is there a seconder? Councillor Frake. Thank you. So I have a question to all of council here. Does everybody have a um, a copy of this motion before them? No, then I'd like to take a 10 minute recess to get a copy for everybody. Well, you're going to take a 10 minute recess. Fuck, are you kidding me? What the f this is this is such a clown court. Look at the look at the ghostly image over there with uh, Randy. Oh, there goes uh, there goes the integrity commissioner, Randy Vane. Randy, you've turned into a cloud of um, particulate matter. Particularly, particularly. So they're going to take ten minutes, <laughs> five minutes, to bring the motion to everyone. Oh. <laughs> Is it not in the package that goes out before meetings? Is are you not supposed to have read this already? What, what, what you don't have it to put on the screen? What is it? The integrity commissioner's report and the motion. Okay, it should be in the package. What are you fucking doing in Grimsby? Dildos. Grimsby is part of Niagara. I'm ashamed to say. Used to be one of the better parts of Niagara, but uh. Not lately. <laughs> Fucking joke. All right, so the host has to fill some time, which I wasn't really prepared for. There's a picture from Rob Primo's uh, fake book page, also on Twitter, at the Rob Primo one Shandor did a nice little summary of this, and it's two minutes long, and that'll save me a minute and 57 seconds of blathering. Let's see if he covers it in full and complete as he normally does. Shandor always has the receipts. As, you, as uh, you've been following, Dave Sharp went to the Ottawa protests uh, in February each weekend and live streamed it. So here's a, his Facebook page displayed various offensive and disrespectful material including signs and flags containing profanity and an upside down flag which they considered to be inappropriate imagery of a country in distress. The complainants further pointed out that in one video, Councillor Sharp made disparaging references about Prime Minister Trudeau claiming he was hiding, which the complainants view as inappropriate. The complainants made reference to music with profane and or suggestive language, pointing out, in particular, certain suggestive lyrics from a song which appear to be from a pop song called Sexy and I Know It by the musical group LMFAO, which they viewed to be inappropriate for a counselor's Facebook page in addition to being offensive to women. Seems a bit much. Let's take a look at some random videos from Ottawa, courtesy of Grimsby Ward 2 Councillor Dave Sharp.
February 5th, 2022. Jumping ahead for a minute. Okay. All right, so... Councillor Dave Sharp was also, what do you call it, acquitted? Hashtag Dave Sharp did nothing wrong. I think I got the right hashtag. He had a previous, um, by the way, these integrity commissioners operate outside of all jurisprudence. Jurisprudence is, you know, the normal rules of law in a court, I think. They don't subscribe or go by any rule of law. The integrity commissioner has all authority, all interviewing, subpoena requests, all decision-making. And if you just saw the, I wish I could rewind it to my, oh, I could actually. This dude right here. I wasn't able to. Fuck this dude. Are you like, this fucking one, I can tell right off the bat, like these wannabes politicians that get into politics through the back door, look at this fucking guy. Like just, I already can tell what kind of human being I this guy is. Appreciate that. And I'd like to see his search browser history. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> If I die, I have no problem with my search browser history because like, seriously, like there's nothing there. (laughs) You you know, when you type something in, when you're looking for research and you type something in that you're researching and you're like, Ooh, this is going to look bad. If you know, like Josh Denny was said that on my show one time. Anyways, this dude is yuck. Ick. Fuck. But he has all all the power. So as we wait for them to come back, it'll just blast in your ear when they do come back. Um, this is the news. Looks like it's uh, basically owned by the standard. Abby Green? Is that like the Abby Green that used to be with 610 CKTB? Abby Green. Hmm. Well, we all know her, where her politics lies. The media is full of lefties, full of ideologically possessed feminists and lefties. It's like, it's no secret. Integrity commissioners are the same thing. The media and most of council, a lot of the times, are far left wing nuts. I've often said, often? I thought it was often. I don't say often. The T's not, if the T's silent, then how can we say often? And often many other people do too. (sighs) News now, these links are in the show description below. Like, share, comment. IC recommends pays suspension for Sharp. Okay. And then do I have the actual... No, what happened to, there it is. How many pages is this bad boy? Okay, so I want a, a lawyer, want to be politician. 
the when you read this, you won't believe the bias. This is obviously an activist lawyer who writes 44 pages about why this guy broke the cock, the COC, the code of conduct. Remember when the um, the Niagara Chamber of Commerce was the Niagara cock on Twitter? I miss those days. The Niagara COC. <laughs> that was a good move changing it to whatever your Twitter address is now because Niagara cock just doesn't... I mean, it works for me. <laughs> I could be the Niagara cock. <laughs> Although I'm not in Niagara anymore. Uh, this is the agenda. Yeah, so this is the full 44-page. Um, I guess it starts. Well, it's just the report. So I don't know if the complaint is in there. should be. Oh, yeah, there it is. Four residents of the town the complainants submitted a joint complaint the complainant against counselor sharp respondent or counselor alleging numerous violations of the code of conduct relative to his participation in and broadcasting posting about social media the ottawa convoy occupation protest occupation already you know this guy's an activist Oh, maybe it's in the complaint. Ottawa convoy, convoy or protest, which occurred in January and February of this year. The complaint was filed with our office on February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day, 2022. With the requisite consent and confidentiality agreement, the CCA filed on February 16th, 2022. Our office was advised uh, advised that evidence in the form of 37 videos downloaded from the respondent's counselor's Facebook account would be provided, together with a table describing the incidents and the relative code sections pertaining to each occurrence. These videos were received on February 22, 2022. I uh, reviewed the content of the complaint and the various materials provided in support and determined that the matter was within my jurisdiction and mandated as integrity commissioner. Why is there a com comma before and? That's not an Oxford comment, comma, comment. And that the issues raised warranted an investigation. Of course, the, these guys get paid every time they take a complaint. However, in determining this, I first noted that the complaint contained allegations of possible criminal activity as indicated in the complaints complainants themselves and their submissions. I, accord, I accord, accordingly considered section 223.8 of the Municipal Act, which states, reference, well, maybe, maybe I should do this better for you. Yee, holy broadcast skills there, Fannin. If the commissioner, when conducting an inquiry, determines that there are reasonable grounds to believe that there has been a contravention of any act, any other act, other than the Municipal Conflict of Interest Act or of the Criminal Code of Canada, the commissioner shall immediately refer the matter to the appropriate authorities and suspend the inquiry until the resulting police investigation and charge have been finally disposed of and shall report the suspension, the suspension 
to counsel. So are we to assume that the criminal investigation went nowhere and that that is why we are here today? Okay. I think it's safe to assume. Given that the number of individuals has had Given that a number of individuals had been arrested at the Ottawa convoy and because at numerous points in the protest had been referred to by police and political leaders as, quote, unlawful and, quote, illegal, I determined that it was required of me to make inquiries with the police of several relevant jurisdictions as to whether they considered this matter to be under their jurisdiction as a matter of priority over my own after some time. On or around March 8th, 2022, I was able to conclude following discussions with various police forces that this matter was not, at least at the time, a police matter. I accordingly determined that I was free to commence my own investigation unless or until I was advised otherwise by the relevant authorities. The fix is in, folks. And there's a strong, strong chance that Councillor Dave Sharp will go down, be suspended with two weeks pay or 90 days pay or whatever the fuck they feel like doing, really, because there's no accountability with a body like these thugs. By the way, I should say the following material may contain... Opinions by the host that may or may not be shared with the ISP, uh, anyone that's adjacent to the host, uh, anyone that does business with the host and that he operates on his own and does not, may not, (laughs) or may, represent the views of the sponsors and or anyone involved with this broadcast. The following material is X-rated. Please, please do not let your children watch it because these thugs are about to get busy. Uh, Oh, and oh, they started again. My bad. Okay, here we go. Give me a second. I had it on pause, apparently. Thank you, Mr. Chair. I have a question for uh, Mr. Maynard. Um, with the 90-day or 15-day suspension, whatever we decide on tonight, um, does that also include suspension from council meetings as well, or is it just suspension of pay? Just to clarify, that's one goal with the other? Uh, Through the chair, no, it's a suspension of remuneration, uh, not a suspension of deeds. Okay, just want to clarify that. Um, Can I continue, Mr. Chair? Yes, please go ahead. Okay. Anyways, I, I did second the motion with wholeheartedly, and I do agree that we need to make a, a, a reasonable penalty that, that, that actually makes sense, and that states the point. It, you know, I, have, I just want to read something. I, I'd like to add that this behavior by Councillor Sharp is not only a serious breach of Council's code of conduct and confidentiality policy, but also a serious breach of trust awarded to him by the people we represent. finished. 
He also took it upon himself to physically attend the Freedom Convoy activities in Ottawa, not once but several times. He participated in the illegal occupation protest in front of our country's seat of parliament, which interfered with people's civic rights and freedom of movements as well as the daily commerce of downtown Ottawa. Merchants lost business income. People were scared to walk the streets. Can I have order, please? One sec, Councillor Frake, one minute. Can I have order, please? <laughs> Every, like, again, I read the order of the quorum out beforehand. So they, and, uh, um, they were afraid to walk like the streets. And businesses were busier than they'd ever been. For everyone's points of view. Whether and the freedom lovers were cleaning up after themselves, and for crying out loud. when this comes to an end, then you'll, 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 the council will make a decision. This, right now we're just doing individuals, personal opinions. So please, let them have the floor and let's be quiet. Thank you. Just in case people didn't hear, I said... People were scared to walk the streets. <coughs> Municipal services were impeded. Children had to stay inside. All of these activities showed a total disregard for the municipal laws of Ottawa, as well as the laws of the province. We have received a lengthy and detailed 38-page investigation by Mr. Maynard, and we have heard from him. To refresh your memory, I'll just mention some of the excerpts. The breach of Grimsby's Council Code of Conduct on numerous occasions was dishonest and uncooperative towards the IC Commissioner's investigation, broke the rules of confidentiality by disclosing information from a resident's email, claimed to represent the town's views and policy when in fact they were his own personal views, total disregard for the rights and well-being of residents and merchants of Ottawa, and the list does go on. We shouldn't allow these infractions to, to be swept under the provisional rug and forgotten. It's our duty and our responsibility as representatives of the town of Grimsby and this province to enforce a reasonable penalty and not just a slap on the wrist. So I totally do endorse what Mayor Jordan has put forward. Thank you, Mr. Chair. I think I'll rest there. Thank you, Councillor Sharp, or sorry, Councillor Frake, Councillor Vardy. Thank you through you, Mr. Chair. <clears throat> well, first let me say it's really great to see so many people come to council in person. Uh, since we've been open, we've had very few people come in and so I really am glad to see so many people participating in our democracy. Um, and let me say that I take no issue with Councillor Sharp's personal beliefs. I understand well this issue and how important and divisive it is. My own son uh, lost his job as a commercial pilot because he refused vaccination. Um, so I, I know the kind of personal toll, it, personal toll it takes on people. That said, um, where I lived in Ottawa for 30 years, I have many friends, and they told me that it was intolerable. And because my friends live close to downtown, well, I see a man shaking his head, but these, these are what people telling me firsthand. Uh, and one of them is actually legally blind. And she said it, it was just impossible. Um, the public expects maturity, good judgment, and law-abiding behavior from its councillors. And I don't think that's what Councillor Sharp has demonstrated here. Furthermore, lying to the integrity commissioner and then 
telling the truth about passing on an email that he received from a resident. Point of order has been uh, called. One minute, Councillor Barty. Go ahead, Councillor Sharp. The councillor is suggesting that I lied to the integrity commissioner. Could I get a clarification? Could I get a clarification from the integrity commissioner? Because as I read the report, it said that he told him first he did not pass on the email and then later on admitted to it. Did I read that correctly? Mr. Maynard? No, commissioner. Hello. Yes, to the chair. Um, not what didn't exactly occur in that in that manner, as I recollected, and as I reflected in the report. I think um, I had asked the councillor about his knowledge of a particular uh, group, and uh, he sort of gave a vague answer to that. When I asked him uh, straightforwardly whether he had released the contents of the email, he acknowledged having done so immediately. So, so I, I like to I clarify. Withdraw, I withdraw. I withdraw the comment of lying. I apologize to Councillor Sharp. Um, that said, he did refuse to provide the integrity commissioner with relevant information with respect to this email, with his response being, quote, I don't want to. Um, so that speaks to my comments about maturity uh, and owning your behavior. Council, the councillor knowing or should have knowing, known this would have a backlash on the resident, um, which it did. And this can only be interpreted as an act of reprisal. And it can only be interpreted by me. Councilor Vardy, one minute. Councilor Sharp, point of order is called. This was not found to be an act of reprisal. It was not. I see Maynard, do you have a... Uh... Can you uh, offer some input to that? Did you make a decision on reprisal in your report? Uh, through you, Chair, I declined to make a decision on reprisal at this time because the investigation was already lengthy and quite complicated uh, and because I had, uh, I was denied essentially evidence which I felt would speak to that. And given that I didn't have that evidence before me, I didn't feel I was in the best position to make that, uh, that determination at this time. So I see Maynard, so you did not rule there was reprisal, correct? That is correct. I did not make a decision on reprisal. If I may continue then, I can only say a reasonable person would know that by providing that email, it would have a backlash on the resident, a negative backlash, which in the end it did. Uh, the resident was subjected to abuse. Uh, verbal abuse um, and to my mind that's not acceptable behavior for anyone let alone a counselor so again just say I don't take issue with his beliefs but I take issue with his um, with how he has acted in this in this instance so for that reason I agree with the 90 days Thank you, Councillor Vardy. Councillor Vane. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, I really wasn't planning on saying too much to this tonight, but uh, 
I have to admit, I have to respond to some of these things here. Um, I appreciate <laughs> Councillor Fame. Dude, you're a fucking uh, shadow. Lying. What are these uh, all hicks and farmers? No, no, no offense to hicks and farmers, but like these are so, politicians. Um, Who are these people? I have a number of things here. Um, first of all, um, the um, obstruction. It was word that was used by um, dude. Do you Mr. not Lanier. look in the monitor to uh, see that you're a ghost? Um, I just I can't find it at the moment. But uh, the the uh, law says that a person does not have to uh, incriminate themselves. So Mr. Maynard asked, Councillor Sharp said no. That's a request. Um, I don't believe there was any obstruction there per se. Um, Actually, if you look up the terminology of obstruction uh, in R versus Balsden of 1968, it was held that following two doctrines, I'm not gonna read the Latin, I can't read Latin. No man can be compelled to incriminate himself and no one is bound to betray himself. That is part of the criminal code of Canada. So obstruction, while Mr. Maynard may have felt that Mr. Sharp or Councillor Sharp was making his job more difficult. Um, that's fine. A police officer can ask to search your car. Doesn't mean he has the right to do it. So if you feel you're going to incriminate yourself, you don't have to give uh, authorization for that. So um, illegal action. I'm still a little thrown on this one when I believe Mr. Maynard even said it in his report. I'm just trying to remember. I read the report a few days ago. Um, he talked about an illegal action, as did Councillor Vardy and Councillor uh, Frake, I believe. Um, yet two courts ruled the action was not illegal. So I, I'm a little confused where everybody's getting this idea that this was an illegal action. Two judges, two honorable judges have decided it was not illegal. Point of order. So I never order used the word the, illegal. Thank order you. in the chambers. How come he didn't scold the audience? All right, noted. Thank you. Um, but my point is, is that um, the um, Antiquity Commissioner, Mr. Maynard, did use it actually in the report. Um, but as I stated, there was two courts that ruled that this was not an illegal action. Um, I agree with a lot of the comments that were made uh, by both Councillor Vardy and Councillor Frank that a lot of people were inconvenienced. A lot of people were um disrupted I, I heard some horrible horrible things that were said to people by some others um the only problem is that i didn't hear a single word that was said by councillor sharp that was offensive or whatever councillor sharp merely took his family to ottawa there was the protest going on councillor sharp did not organize the protest councillor sharp did not uh, go um, and do anything and get arrested for it or whatever else so to pin the whole thing on Councillor Sharp is a bit of a stretch. I, I really think we are kind of stretching here a bit. Um, you know, to to claim that, you know, all this stuff is so horrible that Councillor Sharp did that by exercising his rights. Well, I, I don't buy that. Uh, the As far as the intent to harass, Councillor Sharp has stated he didn't intend to harass. Uh, I don't believe uh, Mr. Maynard found um, any uh, any proof that it was an intent to harass. Um, as far as, um, you know, sharing the letter and that, and I, I come back to Councillor Vardy's own comment about owning behaviors. Well, I believe this other council members have done far more serious infractions. And, and yet we, we seem to want to hang Councillor Sharp for his. 
he didn't take any um, information from a private meeting and share it with someone that we were looking at uh, having further uh, looks at or investigations or whatever you want to call it, as the mayor did. Um, Councillor Vardy has uh, three allegations of sexual harassment. Um, oh, and yet, point of order. Oh. Point of order has been called. Councillor Vardy. That is completely ir uh, irrelevant. Irrelevant. And, uh, untrue and uh, really disgraceful uh, of uh, Councillor Vane. <laughs> nice job, Councillor Vane. <laughs> Oh, a nuke. <laughs> Counselor Vane, what the hell is with your camera, dude? Okay, what's going on here? We got a sidebar? <laughs> wow, that was nuts. Oh, well, the Counselor Vane just said that uh, the previous speaker. Counselor Vane, um. Had the statements you've made have never actually been proven, <laughs> and so I'm going to ask you to retract your statements. Three accusations of sexual fact, harassment. I didn't say anything been proven. I said they've been made. Sexual harassment. The allegations, allegations were made. Point of order. Can you please put a stop to this, Councillor? Uh, wow. Yeah, I'm going to ask you, Councillor Vane, just to to not talk about the, that topic. Oh Let's stay on topic God. on the matter of hand, which is the IC report. Yeah. Thank you. And that's fine. Speaks but again, to credibility. Going back to the mayor's actions. Just another point of order, please. Point oh, of order. this guy's going hard. So point of order. Councillor Vane, point of order has been called. Mayor Jordan. Councillor Vane's talking about an investigation which was concluded and it happened and it's totally irrelevant right now. Or is it irrelevant? I think. Thing. Point of order, Mr. Chair. I think that if Councillor Vane continues on this vein, you should cut him off. If he continues on this vein. Yeah, he probably would. It would be better for them to cover it up that way. Councillor yeah. Vane. Uh, Councillor Vane, please. You're way off Councillor Frank. Nice. I have the floor here, Councillor Vane. I'm going to ask you to stay on topic, please. I, I was, but I, I will continue on. I, we'll we'll refrain that. from bringing up other IC uh, complaints, let's say, in regards to this IC complaint. Thank you. Okay, but it's just it's hard to look at one IC complaint when there's similar or more serious charges in other ones that were not dealt with as harshly and yet we're trying to hang a counselor Point of order mr chair he's still going on with this no i'm making a point i'm not going on with anything i'm not talking about anybody. order order councillor frake i've heard <laughs> councillor frake i've heard the point of order uh again i'm going to allow councillor vane to make his point as long as he refrains from trying to bring up other IC reports where the specific names and specific instances are used. Thank you. That's fine. No, I, I think the, the best point that anybody's made, and I'm not getting riled up out of this, and uh, I didn't feel it necessary to interrupt anybody else when they made their opinions. But anyways, um, I, I just think, you know what, this is something that is up to Councillor Sharp. If he feels he's done something wrong, then allow him to apologize. I think it's up to the voters to decide if he did anything serious, as I think the voters will decide on other things. I mean, Amen. It's just, we're trying to if make. If he didn't a, break the law, the leave the here. guy and alone. I, and I just, um, Councillor Sharp went to Ottawa. He was uh, at a protest. He happened to support it. He did a bunch of things. As far as the uh, 
the letter. It was never ruled on. I can't make any comments on that. And to try and pull that out of the air is just not right in my opinion. But anyways, I, I'm not going to support hanging him for this when there has been far more aggressive things or obstructive things. Anyways, that's my opinion. And that's where I stand. Thank you. Thank you, Councillor Vane. We'll have Mayor Jordan speak. He's not reprimanding them for Thank clapping. You. He's just uh, giving up on to, that. Uh, Order Mayor, in the council chambers. A uh, couple questions for you. Um, so what was your basis for finding that uh, Councillor Sharp obstructed the investigation? Uh, yes, yeah, so <clears throat> uh, council members, uh, sorry, through the chair, uh, council members are you know, required <laughs> to participate in this process uh, by virtue Wrong. of the fact that you have a code of conduct and an integrity commissioner, you know, to wrong. enforce the, court, the code of wrong, conduct. Wrong, wrong, wrong. This is just a specific section in your code that actually deals with this. And it says, you know, I, I put it in the report, page 31, um, you know, that Do you think the mayor could turn his fucking mic off? Commissioner or any other municipal official involved in applying or furthering the objectives or requirements of the code. We can still hear you heavy breathing, Mr. Mayor. Any such objective. So the word obstruct is actually included right in the code itself, and that's why it was referenced, because, as I mentioned in the report, I had asked for information. I want to see the mayor's other hand to see if he's up to, to any shenanigans that that's making him that breathe that hard to. into the microphone. I was told by the councillor that he wasn't going to provide it because he didn't want to. In my view, that isn't a reasonable uh, reason to deny information as part of an integrity commissioner's request uh, during an investigation. And so... I looked to that section of the code and I felt that that was sort of what was happening. However, uh, I also uh, did not, um, you know, continue on through, you know, that part of the investigation. I simply found on the basis of the original complaint. Thank you. Uh, questions through the chair. Uh, so for the prevent, per, potential reprisal um, investigation that was cut short um, because you were denied um, the evidence. Who denied the evidence? The respondent, Councillor Sharp. All right. And then just a couple more questions. Uh, again, through the chair. Did Councillor Sharp break the confidentiality of the uh, IC process by distributing an email from a complainant to persons outside the investigation? Uh, again, through the chair. And so far as I'm aware, the the, uh, the email in question wasn't specifically related to this investigation. It was uh, related to another matter. Okay, thank you. So, if I can continue, uh, just uh, where I got the basis of uh, the penalty. So, penalty level one: he attended, promoted the illegal occupation in Ottawa. Penalty two, there could be no good faith in the sharing of the email. And penalty three, he obstructed the investigation and actually allowed it not to continue and not to be finished, uh, where uh, potentially every he could have violated point, more. Every single point uh, has no merit. Uh, and it's going to uh, get, he's going to get thrown out. Um, code and They're going to hang the guy. And the municipal act. Thank and you. all three points that he made are total bullshit. Thank you, Mayor Jordan. And he's the fucking mayor. Councillor Cavill, go ahead. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, personally, I've been—I've uh, read through this.
many times over since we've, we've we received the report. Uh, following what happened in Ottawa, I, I, I don't I don't endorse that at all. With the uh, with everything that went on in Ottawa, uh, I just question I do have is uh, to Mr. Maynard, your recommendation is is 15 days suspension. And how did you come to that? I know, I know the report is all in here, but obviously the other, the other uh, recommendation is a 90, up to 90 days. So uh, how did you come to just 15 days rather than 90 days? Uh, the chair, thanks for your question. Yep, the chair, thanks for your question. Um, I made reference in here to, you know, the things that, you know, a decision maker might consider uh, when making that sort of a recommendation. And um, I, I've listed them on page 36, I believe, you know, that sanctions are normally progressive in their severity. They depend on the experience of the counselor. Uh, they depend on how flagrant the behavior was and uh, also whether there was any acknowledgement of wrongdoing, remorse or regret. Now at that stage in the process, whether there's any acknowledgement of wrongdoing, remorse or regret, it was gonna be hard to tell, obviously, because it was still being carried out at that point. Um, this, this investigative process. Um, I had noted that uh, I had not previously recommended that uh, any sort of financial sanction against the councillor, and I don't believe, uh, insofar as I'm aware, that that's ever been applied to the councillor before. Uh, but I did find that the um, that the issue was flagrant, which I noted in the report, and so I decided that. Uh, somewhat of a steeper penalty would would be uh, more appropriate in those circumstances because I was specifically applying point C flagrant. Thank you. That's it for now. Thank you. Councillor Dunstall. Thank you, Chair. Through you to, I guess, uh, Mr. Maynard. Um, I'm having trouble hearing you clearly, so if I could ask you to repeat what the issues were that were flagrant, in your opinion, uh, that Councillor Sharp did so that I got a clear understanding. And this is why you decided to penalize the Councillor the 15-day um, pay. Sure. So uh, again, through the chair, I, and I hope you can hear now, I, I put my mic up to my face, so I apologize that my face is slightly obscure, but hopefully this will allow you to hear me a little bit better. Um, I'm not sure there's anything else I can do to fix my sound, but uh, I, I mentioned the word flagrant throughout the report uh, in several places. Um, I found that it was flagrant um, because of, of his what I found to be disregard, and this is just quoting from the report, disregard for the rights and well-being of downtown Ottawa residents and for the laws and proclamations of police and the governments of the city of Ottawa and the province of Ontario. I noted that, and again, in the report, I noted that the councillor returned numerous times, uh, even after knowing that the Premier of Ontario, for example, uh, and I presume knowing that the Ottawa mayor as well had declared states of emergency in Ottawa and across the province that the issue had been referred to as illegal and unlawful and in occupation numerous times by law enforcement who also indicated that they were having difficulty enforcing the law which is not the same thing as it not being unlawful or illegal there's it can be unlawful or illegal and just not enforced because of an, an incapability to do that and that's what police had suggested and so i i 
you know, given the statements that the counselor made in his videos, uh, it was apparent to me that he was aware of these things and that he continued with the conduct anyway. And for that reason, uh, and the fact that he went back numerous times, I found it to be flagrant, uh, therefore uh, warranting of, of the recommendation. I would also add again, uh, as I also said in the report, that counts the self-governing and is capable of deciding the penalty for itself. Uh, this is only a recommendation. Yeah, I understand that. It's just a recommendation. But you said in your report, too, that he didn't do any illegal acts while he was there. Is that correct? He was so his his being there and showing support for the Freedom Convoy was the flagrancy that you see, not the fact that he was there. Uh, he wasn't honking his horn. He wasn't. Uh, uh, participating in anything personally illegal, uh, but you found that by going there, especially after this state of emergency was declared, that that was flagrant and and that's why you ruled that way. Is, am I reading it correctly? That he didn't, re uh, the council really didn't do anything other than videotape some 37 short videos or whatever they were, and I, I respect you for reviewing them and making your uh, conclusions on those videos. Uh, we haven't seen them. We have no idea what the content was, but we appreciate your professionalism in that and making your conclusions. But was he actually doing anything oh, other than obstructing the uh, residents and the commerce that was going on there? But I think he did give some commerce there. He stayed in a hotel. Uh, he probably ate meals there. So there's a bit of a conflict there in the sense that he was actually spending a lot of dollars there. Uh, I th think he probably, if, if maybe the councillor can tell us uh, how much he spent while he was there in Ottawa. How much did Councillor Sharp spend? Can you remember, Councillor Sharp? Councillor Sharp. There were some nights where I paid $400 a night. There were other nights where I paid $250 a night. There were nights when I paid $150 a night. I also ate in Ottawa and I parked underground and I paid for the underground parking. And, and, and uh, Mr. Maynard, you did say that this is a complicated case. This is not easy. And the motion we have on the floor right now is uh, I would call it black and white. It's pretty, uh, pretty clear that we're just not very happy with Councillor Sharp and his behavior, and we want to throw him the maximum penalty uh, and discredit him on earning any income from us for a period of 90 days. Um, yeah, I, uh, I find that harsh. What is your uh, observation of the 90 days, or what is your opinion on this 90-day suspension of income? Do you say it's... Your recommendation was 15. Do uh, you stay with 15? Well, my recommendation is in my report, uh, you know, and before council, uh, I'm not going to comment or editorialize okay. on that Fair. Um, I would simply say that my recommendation is what it is but council being self-governing has the authority to vary that reject yeah. it or accept it okay uh, 
I'm not finished. Um, so we didn't have an investigation on the email. Uh, so really there's, I, I don't see the relevance uh, in it at this point in time. Um, you mentioned in your report too that this would be a good learning opportunity for all members of council and I gotta, I gotta agree with you. I've probably never had to deal with something like this before. I don't think any of us have. In fact, it's a very unusual set of circumstances. I don't think we've ever seen any, anything like what we saw where trucks started in Vancouver and ended up in Ottawa and then decided to stay there for several weeks. Uh, yeah, well, I guess it was history in the making. And I guess with Councillor Sharp's uh, passion for what he believes in, it uh, maybe got, he got caught up in it. Um, and uh, I guess sometimes it's not easy to keep the code of conduct as much as we like to think when we take that oath to office when we first uh, are elected that it's uh, it can be challenging sometimes so I think that I like the fact that we have a young councillor here who decided to run for council back in 2018 and it's demonstrated uh, a certain amount of integrity throughout the last four years uh, and he, he has his own views on things and uh, sometimes we can't always agree um, and I think that maybe I can see through this report that he kind of sticks to his guns and sometimes he sticks his heels in the ground and he doesn't like to move on his beliefs uh, but uh, I think it's a, a little on the harsh side to uh, suggest that he lose any pay at this time and I think the, the voters will decide whether he was uh, uh, really did something really wrong um, and I, I think that uh, as it was suggested in this report that uh, uh, an apology uh, for what he has done with, uh, with these complainants, uh, uh, they've been felt like they've been offended and, and so be it. And uh, when you offend somebody, the best thing to do is apologize. And uh, to lose pay, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm not... Uh, it is very complicated. I do not see it black and white. Um, it's, uh, there's a lot of things that are still going on with the pandemic that we sure haven't got the answers for. And it, it's created a lot of uh, divisiveness throughout uh, our communities at large. So uh, I think, uh, and we've seen lots of politicians up in Ottawa. Uh, our conservative candidates for the federal conservative party have been up there. and. Uh, I, I don't know if they were doing videos or that, but I think that, uh, I, I think that did, Councilor Johnson, just, just so you know, I think on this matter that I'm going to be lenient and allow you to continue past the 10 minute mark. I think that everything needs to be heard. i bells in my head. Is that really bells or is that? Yeah, that's the uh, time limit to speaking, oh, time limit. but I'm going to uh, yeah. allow additional conversation. Thank you, Chair. It's very thoughtful. Anyhow, it, it is getting tougher and tougher to get young people in this, uh, in, in, anywhere in any community to get out and uh, serve like uh, Councillor Sharp has served and he's uh, already registered to run again. Uh, and if the residents of Ward 2 do not want him as a councillor, they won't vote, vote for him and that'll be the end of it. Uh, it's, it's too close to election time to 
penalize somebody to this extent. I don't think it's ever been done before, as it was mentioned. So um, I, I won't support, support this motion unless it's amended, um, because I think it's too harsh. Thank you. Councillor Sharp. Yeah, thank you. Through the chair, I've written a few things down. And if I don't get them this round, I'll get them in the next. But um, so I just want to start. And I want to say that um, I did go to the protests in Ottawa. And um, I was not an organizer. And I didn't, I didn't even drive in with the trucks. I came like in my minivan. And um, I, I reserved a hotel. Uh, the first I stayed at a Marriott hotel. And then I stayed at a Sheridan hotel. They were in the... Um, that downtown parliamentary district. They were like 400 and 500 meters away from the Parliament Hill. So I wasn't like out and around in areas of Ottawa. I went for a walk over to the Byward Market, but in general I stayed in that parliamentary precinct where I thought it was um, an appropriate place to go and protest to the federal government. And um, I parked underground. I paid to park underground. It was expensive, 28 bucks a day or something. And I was on level three, and I, um, I didn't block the roads, and I didn't blow my horns to, to harass anyone. But just, whether it was for harassing or not, I, I didn't do it. And um, so when it comes to the reprisal, what the integrity commissioner was asking for was my Facebook messenger messages. So. I don't even know exactly how to download my Facebook Messenger messages. I suppose maybe I could screenshot them. I delete them as, as they go. He said, um, did you send this? And I said, I didn't send the email. I, I copied from the email, and I, and I sent it, I think, via Facebook Messenger. You know, the integrity commissioner gave me um, a short amount of notice for an interview, and then I was on the phone with him around lunchtime during the day, and, um, and he asked me for this. And, and I said, no. And then he, he said, well, why not? I said, well, I just don't want to. I don't know. And I did. I said that to him. And it was information that I, that I, I didn't want to give to him. I don't know if I even have it. And um, so I, I did share an email that a resident sent me regarding protests at the Oaks Road Bridge. And the resident compared those protests at Oaks Road to a protest that a resident held at the Royal Bank downtown. And um, I shared the content of the email with the group that was protesting at Oaks Road because they were mentioned in the email. And, and I wanted them to know. There's, and um, the resident was challenged online uh, for her upcoming candidacy as a municipal councillor um, in the town of Grimsby, and not for making the complaint, which I did not share with anyone. So these complaints are private and confidential. And so no one knew the complainant and this um, person who sent the email were the same person because the complaint was confidential. And um, the complainant was then challenged on Facebook for her ambition to be elected as a town councillor, not for making the complaint. And so the candidate who wants to be a town councillor um, should be prepared if they want to be elected. It is ruthless. And when you, so you might say that this should or shouldn't be done, and, and you have to hear from everybody. And people, Trust me, there's some former councillors and future councillors sitting in the room right now, and um, they are 
ruthless in the way they, especially by email. And nobody sends you, typically people don't send you email that you're doing a great job, even when you're trying really hard. They, um, but they are no holds barred what you've done. They want to tell you how they feel about it. And it's typically not polite. So if, if a person who, who is stood for this position, maybe they um, want to reconsider if, if that's the spot for them. And um, the other thing I want to talk about just briefly is that when you're a counselor, if you're a counselor in the town of Grimsby, we can't make anonymous or confidential complaints. They, they have, you have to identify yourself as the complainant. So, so at least one of the complainants in this complaint is, is, is on the ballot for, for the election in Grimsby. And um, the time for transparency is, is now. And they, they should not be, be making these um, complaints anonymously. And I want to make a reference to Michael Maynard's report. And I, uh, some of you have it with you. Some of you maybe have it online. But Michael Maynard says at the end of page 22 and the beginning of page 23, he says, it's clear the complainants and respondent approached the issue of the Ottawa convoy protest, I called it, not the convoy, I wasn't part of the convoy. Um, from opposite perspectives, the complainants are squarely against the protest and the respondent is supportive of it. My reading of these matters leads me to the conclusion that at least some portions of this complaint appear to be rooted in basic political disagreement. And so not only is there a, a, a candidate who's involved in this, um, there's also a, um, there's just a general disagreement. And there are people who agree with me. There were hundreds of thousands of people in Ottawa who feel the same. And there are people from Grimsby, there are people from my ward who I saw in Ottawa. And there are people who said, who spoke supportively towards me and towards my participation. And there was people who spoke against me. And um, so um, I just wanted to put that out there, that there's that some of this and some of these complaints, it's a big report. It's 44 pages, 38 plus a six page addendum. But um, the complaints, it was like, there was a woman that spoke and said, um, women are the life givers of all nations and men need to protect their women from the tyranny of government. And, and they said that that was offensive to women. And it was a woman, an indigenous woman who said it. And, um, and, she, and then afterwards she went on, she said, um, that I, she said, I would bless all of you if I could individually. She said, but I can't, there's too many. She said like, so except, she said, I have the sage and I have the feather. And she was an indigenous woman and she, she was talking about the worth of everyone in this large crowd of people. She was not, she was a woman herself. She was not being offensive to women. And, and they were just scraping at this. And then there was a song, it was played by someone else on the street. People were like, yeah, it was crazy, it was freezing cold. And the song says, I got passion in my pants and I ain't afraid to show it. I'm sexy and I know it. And the song is by LMFAO. It's a pop song. It's on the radio. It was number one on the, on the Billboard Hot 100. And um, it's not offensive. It's kind of silly, right? It's, but this is, these are some of the complaints that, that they said, oh, because anything to make me the, the bad guy. And it's, so I supported the, the cause of this protest, which was ending these mandates, which were at the time in January and February, the government required a passport. You had to show papers to get into a building. And you had to show papers to get into the arena. And we have a security guard here 
done a great job for us and everybody likes him except for the people who weren't allowed in the building they they didn't I presume like him too much but um, he's done a terrific job and that's that's awesome but there were residents they had to keep paying their taxes in fact they had partially paid that security guard's salary for him to tell them that they couldn't come and for whatever reason maybe it's medical maybe it's spiritual there are people who didn't get vaccinated and they weren't allowed to go to restaurants they weren't allowed to come to the arena they, their kids aren't allowed to participate in camps at Tim Hortons because of because of a medical choice and I, and I am I think the point of order has been called. Councilor Sharp. <laughs> Councilor Vardy. Point I of think order. point. I know you're not done. Point of order. I believe the uh, councillor has drifted somewhat off topic, and it's turning into a campaign speech. So, if he could just get back onto topic, that would be good. Councilor Sharp, if you could stay on topic, it'd be appreciated. Thank you. Campaign, my campaign is municipal. Um, these passports were provincial and uh, federal. But um, I want to make reference to this happened on um, May the 14th, and Michael Maynard made some references in his report to a lot of media outlets, and and he said that I should know or ought to have known certain things were illegal, um, based on the CTV news. There's three articles here: the Ottawa Citizen. There's an article. Uh, there's two YouTube videos, there's two CBC articles, Toronto Sun, the Financial Post, the National Post, Yahoo.com. Um, and th there is a City of Ottawa noise bylaw and, um, and the declaration of emergency from the mayor. But um, one of them, the article actually refers to an injunction from the Superior Court. And he refers to the news article, but he doesn't refer to the Superior Court ruling. And in the Superior Court ruling, here on item six, there's two Superior Court rulings. It says that provided that the terms of this order are complied with, the respondents and other persons remain at liberty to engage in peaceful, lawful, and safe protest. So, so as I said that I was opposed to um, the, the federal government and to in some extent to the provincial government's handling of these vaccine mandates and other restrictions and um, and I was there to protest that and I was allowed to be there. I was there peacefully and I was there lawfully. I, I paid the hotel. They welcomed me as a guest. Um, the parking was open. The hotel was open. The restaurants accepted my money and um, I'll qualify for the for the tax credit yeah. <laughs> like it's a completely legal thing that I did on one weekend I brought my family and several other families with me we brought our kids it was great except the hotel pool was closed for COVID that was a nuisance but like we bought dart guns for the kids they ran around so sharp. Can, I, can I ask you to stay on topic please yeah. uh, so I'm, I'm veering off a little what I'm saying is this wasn't like this evil thing you might have seen it on the news I didn't do this evil awful Ottawa thing I went to Ottawa our nation's capital to be heard by our government and and the prime minister essentially put his fingers in his ears and he said la 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 I don't know there's no one there it's a fringe minority and um, and then more people came and I didn't occupy I came to Ottawa for the weekend and then I left Ottawa and then I came back on the following weekend and then I left Ottawa and I came back on that next weekend and each time they raised the rates of the hotel rooms and, and I continued to pay and I continued to attend 
peacefully and lawfully. And regardless of what the CTV news said, um, the Ontario Superior Court said that peaceful, lawful and safe assembly there was allowed. I was at liberty is the word that they used. And, um, and that's something that I have a right to do. And so, so I'm, I understand, Mr. Maynard, that I have over and above the law, I have a code of conduct to follow. Right? And, and I am willing to accept some of the findings in his report. And, um, and I'm willing to apologize. But a 90-day suspension of pay, $5,375. This is what Mayor Jordan has brought to us today. 90 days. The integrity commissioner says we need a harsh ruling. He says 15 days. He says that will really teach everyone a lesson, including the other councillors. Mayor Jordan and Councillor Freak, they come and they say, we, you know what, $900 is not enough. What we need is $5,375. That will teach them a lesson. It's actually the, the pay for the rest of the term. All right? And this is, this is vindictive on the part yeah, of the mayor. Councillor Chair. We have order. Order. I'll make an just wanted to make an announcement. We are supposed to start a public meeting at six o'clock. We'll be postponed a little bit um, to try and get through some of the comments here in regards to this matter. So, um, so we'll be delayed for a little bit. Thank you, Councillor Sharp. Thank you, Mayor Jordan. Thank you, Chair. Uh, so we've heard. Uh, from a number of councillors. Uh, some councillors have no problem with uh, forwarding uh, an email from a constituent. Uh, when we're given an email as a councillor, uh, we're not supposed to forward it, not supposed to send it on Facebook Messenger. Order. That's, how, that's no cross-talking. Order. Point of order. Point of order has been called, Councillor Vardy. That's not true. That is not true. Excuse me? Let's you stay on topic, please. That is um, not true. A reporter asked me for a quote, as they did ask Councillor Ritchie, was printed verbatim, as was, I assume, Councillor Ritchie's. Order. Let's continue. Mayor Jordan. Thank you, thank you, Chair. Uh, so, as I said, sending an email and forwarding an email, whether on Facebook Messenger, it's, it's just not what you do as uh, after you've taken your fiduciary duty and your oath uh, to be a counselor. Uh, it's very clear in there that, that our emails are, are to be considered private and they shouldn't up, end up in anyone's hands that uh, they shouldn't be in. And um, Councillor Sharp said he didn't do it uh, vindictively. He didn't do it egregiously. But what happened by doing it caused harassment to this individual. And he says that, okay, they need a thick skin for uh, running for office. Well, that's not his call. Forwarding these emails, that's not his call. And uh, the integrity commissioner ruled that way. Um, Councillor Sharp has a, a long history of not following. Point of order has been called. Councillor Sharp. Mr. 
Yeah, I think that's uh, correct, Mayor Jordan, that the integrity commissioner did state that he did not make a ruling on that matter. we have decorum, please? We have order in. So he wasn't given the chance to conduct an investigation. So again, Councillor Sharp doesn't follow rules. Just last meeting, uh, the meeting today, we're, we're procedurally we're, um, supposed to uh, appoint um, Councillor Nick DeFlavio, or Nick DeFlavio uh, to fill Councillor Bothwell's position. Councillor Sharp wanted to do it at that meeting on the fly to break with the procedure. I, I don't believe he has. Can we, can we have order, please? Order, order. I think it's very relevant. Order and um, to stop some of the crosstalk, uh, can we just stick to the IC report, please? All right. So obviously. He continues not to follow rules, so I'll end it there. It's the mayor's job to, to enforce the rules of the meeting. If, if I'm not following the rules, the mayor has to stop the meeting. It's the mayor's job to enforce the rules of the meeting to the clerk. It's, that's the mayor's job. And look at our code of conduct. Thank you, Councillor Sharp. I, I will ask Mayor Jordan at this time to, there's no evidence, um, nothing conclusive. It's opinions about individuals following uh, procedure. Um, so I, I, I'd ask you to refrain from making further comments towards uh, Very much, Sharps. but we were all at that meeting. Thank you. Councillor Cadwell, go ahead. Thank you, Chair. Uh, listening to all the comments around, again, I'm just going to maybe repeat myself again that the, uh, I think the 90-day suspension is, uh, is a little heavy. Uh, for the actions of uh, Councillor Sharp, I don't agree with what he what he did in Ottawa. Uh, I asked him, you know, why I met with uh, why, why Councillor Sharp went the other two times to Ottawa. So uh, again, that to me shows that he was supporting it, and I'm I'm not in favor of that. But I, I do feel that 90 day uh, pay suspension is is very heavy. That's why I asked the. Uh, the integrity commissioner, integrity commissioner, about the 15-day uh, uh, pay suspension. So uh, I, I just think 90, 90 days is, is, is just a little is too heavy. Thank you. Thank you, Councillor Cadwell. I see Maynard. I have uh, a couple questions of clarity that I like to ask myself. The first is in your addendum uh, on page three when you answered to uh, a question that you stated, the fact remains that, the, that the councillor attended, publicly supported, and encouraged an illegal occupation. That choice has consequences. I have recommended what I believe those consequences should be pursuant to the town's code of conduct. I guess my point of clarity on this is, how did you determine that it was an illegal occupation? Sure. So, Obviously, there were numerous statements by law enforcement, by uh, the governments of Ottawa and Ontario. I didn't really view, I, I mentioned it 
think once or twice perhaps, but it wasn't really relevant to what the federal government had said because their own invocation of the Emergencies Act didn't take place until after the following weekend, uh, the, the final weekend rather. So when I was looking at it, I saw that there was a state of emergency declared in the city of Ottawa. There was a state of emergency declared across the province. Law enforcement, relevant law enforcement, had referred to it as being illegal and unlawful and had indicated that they had difficulty with enforcement, um, despite the fact that they found it to be an illegal and unlawful occupation. There were numerous arrests uh, that had been made. Uh, many, many bylaw infraction notices had been given um, by police and by bylaw. So it was clear to me that there were certainly unlawful or illegal activities taking place and that by his broad support of, of the occupation, of the uh, protest, and I, I use the word occupation simply because that's what it has been referred to as by the relevant authorities and governments, um, that his broad support of that um, failed to recognize that numerous illegal activities were in fact taking place. And I would also note that fairly recently there was in fact a conviction uh, that was made um, with respect to one of the organizers uh, who pleaded guilty, uh, which is still a conviction. Uh, can, we, can we have order, please? Order, order. So in my view, uh, based on the information that I had, uh, in my view, based on the statements of law enforcement and the relevant governments, uh, that in fact there were at least some illegal activities taking place and that the councillor brought broadly supported something which included numerous illegal or unlawful activities. Thank you. So, which is different, by the way, just be clear, which is different, by the way, from me suggesting that the councillor himself broke the law, which, as you'll note, I did not suggest in the report. Correct. So that's that's what I read in the report. You did state that the councillor did not break the law. Um, but I, I still have a point of clarity on the illegal occupation. I noticed mm -hmm. in the report here on page 24, uh, you did state, as evidenced by the fact that the noise issue was later subject to a court injunction and other legal actions, and you quoted... 21, which is a class action lawsuit suing convoy organizers, donors, truckers for 306 million and coming from City News Ottawa. Did you read the Lexi Lee versus the convoy protesters injunction? I have read parts of it. I didn't dedicate myself to reading through the entire thing. Um, my reference to it wasn't, it wasn't necessary to do so. The purpose in me referring to this was with respect to uh, the issue of, of whether or not the residents of Ottawa found it to be harassing, not whether or not that was an illegal activity. Thank you. So I guess, I guess again, with the illegal activity, um, so that decision was on February 7th, and that was made by the Honorable, or the Honorable Hugh R. McLean. And there was a second the point of order. You're kind of entering into the debate, Chair. Thank you, Mayor. I'm just asking for clarification on what deemed it an illegal occupation. So I'm just curious where he got it. And I've heard already that it was in his opinion and politicians' opinions and law enforcement's opinions. But we have a couple rulings from courts that could turn that over <laughs> in regards to. So, so I just wanted to ask about if you've also read the Ontario Supreme Court justice filed on February the 14th 
and that's Ottawa against the unknown individuals. Point of order. I think you're guiding this thing. But I'm not guiding anything. I'm asking, yes, trying to are, clarify you're, you're an illegal the, occupation. You're guiding the debate, and I think this is called debate. Not I'm asking for an illegal occupation. Yes. And so I'm, I'm asking sorry. if he's read these two I, decisions. I, I think, think it's very important. I think you're, I think you're debating here, Councillor Ritchie. Thank you. Thank you. Point in order, Councillor Frick. So, IC Maynard, uh, just curious if you read the, the second decision that came out seven days after the first one, and after the, the Premier had declared a state of emergency. Uh, yeah, I don't recall whether I read it or not, to be honest with you. I've read a, a lot of stuff related to this and other things, but... Fair enough. Um, if it's not if it's not referenced in my report, I, I yeah. don't believe it's relevant. If it was relevant, I would have referred to it. Well, thank you. And that's where uh, I'm, the two points that I'm making is... Councillor Barty, go ahead. Can, can we please stick to what's in the actual report? Yes. As opposed to bringing in Absolutely. extraneous Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, materials. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. So again, um, you stated in your report that Councillor uh, Sharp did not break the law. And this, this uh, second well, so, decision is important order, because okay, it Mr. says Chair, all the bylaws. Yeah, Mr. Chair, I'm sorry. You are really, all the really, bylaws, really in the midst of this Councilor debate. Councillor Frake, and you've got stop, to stop interrupting the chair. No, you are, you are, you are interrupting. Stop interrupting, interrupting the chair. This is a debate. You are not I am not debate. debating. And you're asking questions that are. So I'm just asking, I'm asking a question. That's part of the debate. So these are, if, I, I don't know if you've read it or not, but these are the actions that they would deem to be illegal. And so I know you didn't read it. So um, I think it's important because I think the importance of it is that this was made by the second highest judge in the Ontario Supreme Court. So I guess I guess my my point of clarity again is was this an illegal occupation? And what I've heard so far is that it, depending on people's opinions, it can be an illegal occupation. However. We have information saying that if the court orders are followed, then individuals are remain at liberty to engage in a peaceful, lawful, and safe protest. <laughs> Councilor Vardy, had comments? Uh, yes, I just kind of say that according to my friends who live in Ottawa, it certainly wasn't peaceful it was quite loud can we have order can we have order please can we have order please can we have order please i'm sorry honking horns is not quiet um so i would like to make a friendly amendment to uh mayor jordan's motion that we go with the Integrity Commissioner's recommendation of 15 days. Will, will you accept? Can, can we can we have decorum, please, um, Mr. Chair? Can we have order, please? Uh, sorry, I was just clarifying with the clerk. So, in order to make a friendly amendment, the mover and seconder would have to agree to that. I'm prepared to reduce it to 15. I said I'm prepared to reduce it to 15, so yes, I will accept that as a friendly amendment uh, because the report is 
incomplete as it stands. It hasn't investigated everything. So. Thank you. Can we have order in the, in the room, please? Um, we're trying to get through this, so I know that people are going to get very passionate about these things, but please can you just allow the process to, to take place? So the, the mover has agreed to amend the motion to uh, 15 days a seconder. I'll go along with that. Can I call the question, please? So, um, Councillor Sharp's going to speak first, if you'd like to speak, and then we'll ask the question to be called. Thank you. Um, I do want to speak. I'll try to be as quick as I can. I only have three or four minutes on this one, but um, so I um, want to. Can I just have a second here? Um, Councillor Sharp did have his hand up first before someone was called the question. Just want to ask on procedure if calling the question overrules individual speaking. Uh, I believe I have the floor. She called a point of order. You can't make a motion during a point of order. Then you didn't have the floor. If you weren't given the floor and you didn't call a point of order. You Can I have order please? I'll talk to the clerk here. Councillor Sharp, we're going to put a motion on the floor to call the question. It requires a two-thirds vote. And I'll ask the clerk to call for a recorded vote. Do we have a seconder? Uh, you put the motion on the floor, so is there a seconder to call the question? Thank you, uh, Chair. So if the, the two-thirds vote doesn't go through, then we just go back to the letting, and then we go back to the, just for everybody so we understand all that. That is correct. So if two-thirds uh, is not obtained here, we'll go back to debate, um, and when debate is finished, then we will uh, go back to the amended motion. As per Robert's rules of order, you weirdos. Moved by Councillor Vardy, seconded by Councillor Frake. Resolved that question be called in regards to the Integrity Commissioner Report IC 16634-0222. Recorded vote. Councillor Dunstall? No. Councillor Frake? Yes. Councillor Cadwell? Nope. Councillor Ritchie? 
No. Councillor Sharp? No. Well, that doesn't pass. Councillor Vane? No. Councillor Vardy? Yes. Mayor Jordan? Yes. Yes. That's defeated. Councillor Sharp, you have the floor. Okay, thanks. Um, so this, since this report is about me, I'd like to take my second opportunity to speak to this. And um, I did speak once already. Um, to Michael Maynard and, and to the rest of my colleagues, um, in the report, Michael Maynard says a few things that were already mentioned. I won't reiterate them, but he says that um, I didn't participate in the um, illegal activities. And he also, he says it doesn't appear that I did, and, I, and I'm telling you that I didn't. But he also says that um, even if he did not specifically engage in the more extreme aspects of harassing activity, and that's also true, I didn't engage in those more extreme aspects of, of harassing activity. I stayed in the hotel, and I, um, I went outside, I brought my camera, and I, and I videotaped, and I showed people, like, I said, look at what's happening here. And, um, and people were watching it, and it wasn't people from Ottawa. I get those statistics on, on my Facebook page, and that's why I use a page, not a profile. And um, the residents, the people that watch are from Grimsby, and Beamsville, and Hamilton, and St. Catharines, and I don't think I have any following from the city of Ottawa. And um, so the videos that I posted, like people in Ottawa, I'm not sure even knew that they were, that they existed. And I posted them for the people in Niagara to see what was happening in Ottawa. But Michael Maynard, he makes some, he refers to these, these things, the declaration of emergency from the province of Ontario. And I have it here and the pith of the argument and that's not an argument, the pith of the declaration, the Premier says, whereas the interference with transportation infrastructure, including essential trade corridors and other critical infrastructure that is currently occurring in locations throughout the province, prevents the movement of people and the delivery of essential goods and services, constitute a danger to major proportions that could result in serious harm to persons and substantial damage to property. What he's talking about is the transportation infrastructure. And when he declared this, he also used it to, to remove the people from the highways at the bridges that were blocking, I don't know, a billion dollars a day or something in, um, in trade that was going across the borders. And uh, that happened in Alberta. Well, I guess he, this would only be referring to Ontario. But um, there's, it, I mean, although it says various places across, across the province, it's not talking about Ottawa. And so the premier, so his reference to the premier's declaration of of an emergency, it's a declaration to the interference with transportation infrastructure, the movement of goods. And, um, and so um, also when, when the mayor, because some of you guys might not be aware, and I'm sure that Michael Maynard might be aware, I don't know, but a declaration of emergency is done by the mayor. It's not done by the council, it's unilateral. One person, the mayor, Mayor Jordan, could stand up right now and say, I declare an emergency in the town of Grimsby. And, um, and in this declaration, which I have here in front of me, the mayor of Ottawa, Jim Watson, says, uh, whereas, 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 a bunch of stuff. And um, it, one of these whereas statements, he refers to it as, this illegal occupation shows no signs of ending. Right? But you can't just declare something into law. And this is one person who referred to it as an illegal occupation. And then from that, the news outlets, the media outlets, they took off, and Michael Maynard in his report cites 14 different newspaper articles and two YouTube videos, and, and they're online media, and it's like, and he says that because these, I, I ought to have known this was illegal, 
but they're referring to a person who's referring online to a thing. It's like, I don't necessarily trust the media. And what I was, I felt that I was in Ottawa as a, as a legal and lawful protester. And um, so, um, so then we're going to move to a vote right now. They're going to vote for, for a 15-day suspension of my pay. And the, the Integrity Commissioner says in his report that it is either a suspension of pay or a reprimand, like an apology. And I'm asking my colleagues to, to consider. I am willing to apologize and to make, to, to turn down the suspension of pay and, um, for 15 days. And, and I will make an apology whether I'm forced or not. Thank you, Councillor Sharp. Any other comments? Seeing or hearing none, we will call the question. Recorded vote, please. Mayor Jordan's requested to record a vote. So moved by Mayor Jordan, uh, seconded by Councillor Freak. As it's noted, uh, Mayor Jordan's left the chair. Whereas a member Councilor of Freak, by, by virtue if of this thing passes, standard of behavior, oh, to the all my hope goes out the window. No, I mean, I, I, I expect it to pass, but I kind of feel like the winds are blowing in Sharp's direction, and I'm chasing this guy down for an interview. Hard. And whereas the Integrity Commissioner concluded that Councillor Sharp, through those actions, contravened sections 4.1a, d, e, and 14.2 of the Code of Conduct, Whereas an email on a separate matter from the complainant in that investigation addressed to council and the town CAO was distributed by Councillor Sharp to a person or persons unknown. And whereas that email and identifying information about the complainant was subsequently circulated to a protest group's social media page, resulting in harassment, abuse, and defamation of the complainant. And whereas Councillor Sharp would have known or ought to have known that circulating the email would be detrimental to the complainant and their privacy, and whereas Councillor Sharp obstructed the Integrity Commissioner's investigation into the circulation of that email and the issue of reprisal, and whereas, whereas Council in the Town of Grimsby respect residents' diverse viewpoints and supports the right to privacy and right to be free from harassment, and whereas the total, totality of Councillor Sharp's actions in this matter are egregious and not consistent with council's guiding principles and reflect negatively upon council and the municipality. Therefore, be it resolved that council receive the Integrity Commissioner's investigation report IC-16634-0222, an addendum dated July 2nd, 2022, and that per section, as per section 233.4 in brackets five of the Municipal Act 2001, a suspension of Councilor Sharp's remuneration as a member, be imposed for a period of 15 days. Let's record a vote. Recording in progress. Councillor Dunstall? No. Councillor Frake? Yes. Councillor Cowell? Yes. Councillor Ritchie? No. Councillor Sharp? Uh, cannot vote on this matter. Councillor Vane? No. Councillor Vardy? Yes. Mayor Jordan? Yes. Sorry, let me just do that. Four, three, yeah, that's carried.
Seeing how this uh, part of the agenda has concluded, I'll ask Mayor Jordan if you'd like to take a seat back. Bullshit. Mayor Jordan's a fucking disgrace. Get the fuck out of here. I hope they vote him out of office. The zooms, the zooms, the zoom link is in the comments. I think, if you want in, all oh, Facebook probably doesn't have it. Little, you should get in. Uh, just, just um, now that I'm back at the chair, uh, just. Uh, Given the fact that we're already 35 minutes uh, overtime on this um, meet special council meeting, uh, what is council's will? Uh, because we have a statutory uh, planning meeting coming up next um, that was supposed to start at six. Are we gonna continue um, with the rest of the meeting or will we um, defer the rest of the business to our August 2nd meeting? Council's thoughts? I would like to continue. Councilor Ritchie. Through you, Mr. Mayor. Um, it is an appointment of a position and I don't think it would take longer than 10, 15 minutes. So I, I would like to proceed if that's just my opinion, if that's okay. Okay. So I'll put a motion to proceed with the rest of the agenda. I'll second that. Okay. All right. So we have Councilor Ritchie as the mover, Councilor Vardy as the seconder. Moved by Councilor Ritchie, second by Councilor Vardy. Resolved that report TC 22-15, appointment for Ward 4 Councilor dated July 18, 2022 be received and that Council appoint Nick DeFlavio as Councilor to the Town of Grinsby in Ward 4 for the remaining of the 2018 to 2022 term of Council and that Council approve bylaw 22-56 being a bylaw to appoint Nick DeFlavio as a member of the Council of the Corporation of the Town of Grinsby for Ward 4. Uh, questions or comments? Councillor Sharp. I just want to say uh, welcome to Word 4, Nick. Um, happy to have you here. Can I ask for a recorded vote? Uh, any further discussion? All right. Um, Councillor Dunstall asked for a recorded vote. Um, yeah, Michael, thank you very much for your report and your um, uh, clarification and uh, your help with this matter. Uh, so you have a good evening, Michael. Thank you. Thank you. I was just waiting to be dismissed. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Have a good evening. Bye-bye. Bye. Pigs of the Trump. Recorded vote. Uh, Councillor Dunstall? Yes. Councillor Frake? Yes. Councillor Cadwell? Yes. Councillor Ritchie? Yes. Councillor Sharp? Yes. Councillor Vane? Yes. Councillor Vardy? Yes. Mayor Jordan? Yes. That's carried. I gotta do these two first. All right, need a mover and seconder for the uh, bylaw. Moved by Councillor Ritchie, second by Councillor Frank.
Moved by Councillor Ritchie, second by Councillor Frake. Resolved that leave be given to introduce bylaw 22-56 and that same be read a first time. All in favor? It's carried. Be a mover and seconder for second and third reading. Moved by Councillor Cadwell, second by Councillor Ritchie. Moved by Councillor Cadwell, second by Councillor Ritchie. Resolved that leave be given to introduce bylaw 22-56, read a first time now, be read a second and third time, and finally passed, and the mayor and town clerk do sign and seal the same, and rule council to the contrary notwithstanding. All in favor? That's carried. The clerk will declare you, but welcome, uh, Nick. Through you, Mr. Mayor, I'll proceed with the declaration of office require, as per required in the Municipal Act. If I can have Nick DeFlavio come to the podium. I, Nick DeFlavio, having been, been appointed to the office of Ward 4 Councillor to the Town of Grimsby, do solemnly promise and declare that I will truly, faithfully, and impartially exercise this office to the best of my knowledge and ability. I have not received and will not receive any payment or reward or promise thereof for the exercise of this office in a biased, corrupt, or in any other improper manner. I will disclose any pecuniary interest, direct or indirect, in accordance with the Municipal Conflict of Interest Act. I will be faithful and bear true allegiance to Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. And I make this solemn promise and declaration consciously believing it to be true and knowing that it is of the same force and effect as if made under oath. And uh, if I may, through you, Mr. Mayor, thank you. And uh, as it's an honor, even if it's for a short period of time, to represent the people of Grimsby, and I'll do my best to try to get caught up and, and be well studied on all the matters that come before council for the next few months. Thank you. Great. Thank you very much, and I do appreciate that. Thank you, council. All right, the next meeting, um, of council is scheduled for August 2nd, 2022, immediately following the Committee of the Whole. Now we need a mover and seconder for the confirming bylaw. I wonder how it feels to be sold out completely by, by your mayor and a bunch of other uh, councillors. I mean, it's got to be disheartening. Activists as politicians. Politicians is the, the Hollywood for the ugly. <laughs> so they go and they got nothing better to do. Well, I got a Zoom meeting going. The link is in the uh, show description in the comment section. I guess I should put a shirt on. Just so. Kind of keep it respectful. <laughs> Just in case somebody comes. Blayton's already in. 
on the Zoom link. Do sign and seal the same. And rule uh, Primo, if you're around, Shandor, if you're around, jump in if you want to talk. It's carry to um, meeting is adjourned. Good night, everyone. Good night, you fascist pigs. Yeah. We're going to start our uh, statutory public meeting. Which no uh, one cares about. Two, seven. Thank you. Gross. I'm fucking, I'm grossed out. It's disgusting. All right, let's see what Leighton's got to say. What up, Leighton? You're on mute. Thank you for that. Leighton. You're on mute. You can't hear me. Can you hear me ow? Leighton. You're on. <laughs> My microphone's working fine. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> You're on mute, you weirdo. Yeah. It's on mute. Yeah, you're on mute. How are we doing? I'm all good. You're not on camera. You're not in the stream. It's just... Uh, I but can't hear you at all. Oh, you can't? Why? Oh, hang on. Speakers. Line. Okay. Unmute your speakers. Can you hear me now? Oh, well, no wonder you couldn't. Not well, as we discussed last night. Tomorrow night. In tomorrow night. Thank you, Rita. Can you hear uh, meow? Meow. Now I can't hear you. Okay, what happened? Hang on. Like six. Oh, select a speaker line in. Oh, select a microphone line. Speakers go to audio. All right, now I should be able to hear you. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. So, what'd you I think about the meeting you. there? You got anything intelligent you want to say? No. <laughs> I'm guessing not. <laughs> no, no. I was hoping to get Primo, maybe Shandor, and uh, a few others. And yeah. Little, Little was making some good comments as they went there, and I fully expected them to, uh, you know, complete the witch hunt. But uh, at the last minute, I thought I was kind of hopeful there for a minute that actually maybe they might get the right thing done. But uh, yeah, it didn't happen. Well, they went from 90 to 15, which is a lot more reasonable. Mm -hmm. But they were showing uh, hate by even asking for 90 days. That was just bitter, and how dare you go yeah. against the government? Uh, yeah, these uh, integrity commissioners don't operate by the rule of law. They've got uh, all kinds of latitude as far as what they're able to do, what they're able to allow, um, how they can twist testimony. I've seen it many times before, and it's it's an absolute joke how much power these guys have. Because yep. they don't, they have to don't have to follow uh, jurisprudence at all. It's thrown completely out the window. So I don't know. I have a hard time with the integrity commissioners because they're no, they're nothing but power drunk. It seems like for the most part. Yep, and I agree. But there are a couple of counselors that need to be replaced. Yeah, like the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Jordan. He was he he seemed pretty good. He's a he's a mayor, isn't he? Yeah, he's a goof. Is he? Oh, he sounded yeah. like it to me. It was, it was his own motion to suspend the guy for the rest of the term, 90 days. Doc oh, it is was his day. motion. Wow. You know what the best part it was is? Maynard. Maynard looked like he wanted to. No, like, Maynard looked just fucking evil. But And have another yeah. cookie, by the way, Maynard. Um, 
You know what the best part is? Is the haters, they've got to really have a problem with this. He's going to expense his trip to Ottawa. <laughs> You're paying for that trip. For those yeah, $400 a room nights in the hotels, <laughs> you fucking paid for it, you clueless bastards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, David you, was good. You paid for I him to go on a field trip to Ottawa. Yep. Wow. Yep. That's awesome. Investi- invest- invest- uh, investigative. investigative reporting. Yeah, just like Grant LaFleche. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty sweet. Anyways, Shandor's uh, busy doing family things. Primo said he would keep him in if he could, but he's not bouncing in, so that doesn't look all that hopeful. But, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have even paid attention to it if it hadn't have been for Primo and Shandor kind of bringing uh, light onto the issue because, you know, I don't really, I I don't look at Niagara feed too much. Or Niagara News. The only news I see is through guys like that on my Twitter account. So I'm glad that they kept me in the loop because uh, I thought it was important to carry it and watch the clown show go off. And we've seen it before at Regional Council how the Integrity Commissioner is corrupt beyond. And they have an agenda and they drive it and they got buddies on the jury or the panel or council or whatever. And these guys are getting fat paychecks. And I mean that pun quite literally. <laughs> you got, it's crazy I, they they work under the name integrity yeah <laughs> let me go it's to, hypocritical it's almost like to hide the truth i'm gonna go over to my twitter let's call ourselves integrity council <laughs> yeah that's brutal uh let me go over to my twitter feed so you can get a i mean i know this is kind of shallow <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Well, you, you can't see what I'm sharing here. Let me share. Oh, I uh-uh. can't. <laughs> I'm sharing a picture of the IC. Uh, it's probably not the most flattering picture. Let me see if I can share. How do I sh- share screen? Okay, there we go. Oh, my God. Oh, can you see it already? Or are you watching he it lost, on the feed? He lost some weight. Yeah, he got some new glasses. Yeah. And he bought a brand new suit because this new integrity complaint just paid for many, many thousand dollar suits. Not that thousand dollar suits all that expensive, but that's what he was wearing. He's got this look, you know, I don't like to judge a book by its cover. But oh, judgy. <laughs> How but dare he you just judge? Looks- like lefty, angry. I'm surprised angry. he doesn't have a beard. Like, no, no offense, I've had a beard before, but why are all the activist cucks all seem to be bearded? Not all bearded guys are cucks and activists, but most yeah. of these loser Antifa types, they've all, they're all either trying to grow a beard unsuccessfully or they're fully bearded. <laughs> all the ones... <laughs> That are getting picked up for uh, child porn on their computers. All got a big old beard. That is, <laughs> I'm never growing a beard again. I don't want to be associated with that. That's crap. You know, when you said cuck, the uh, closed caption there, it's it's doing your words. It's C-O-C-K. Oh, no. Well, why would they put that in there? That's how they're spelling cuck for you. Yeah, well, that's, they should be banning, (laughs) they should be, uh, gonna get banned. They should be censoring that word too. Because I was talking about the, the, uh, code of conduct, which they referred to as the cock, the C O C, 
And then uh, in the beginning of the broadcast, <laughs> I was talking about how the Niagara Chamber of Commerce used to have a Twitter account called the Niagara Cock, the Niagara COC. And I called them out several times, uh, you know, on Twitter with my old account. And uh, somebody finally got bright over there and changed it to the GNCC or whatever it is now instead of the Niagara Cock. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's better uh, acronyms to use. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, a, a big selection of... Uh, words that you can choose from yeah yeah anyway i'm gonna try and shake uh him down i spoke to him today i'm not gonna tell you what we talked about but uh it was a quick conversation he didn't know me from adam but uh uh i appreciated him uh actually calling me back because he didn't take my call oh, i'm calling from a dominican number so i wouldn't answer it either but he did call me back after i sent him a uh text message and he seems perfectly cool now i kind of my politics probably align with him more than a laura yip or a grant lafleche um you know to to quote my favorite couple um but uh you know we didn't talk for a long time but uh he gave me the link to watch on tonight so i didn't have to go looking for it not that it was all that difficult to find but uh he seemed like a just a solid decent guy you know so I was not disappointed. So I'm going to try and chase him down for an interview, see if he'll talk to me. I don't think he can do any worse now, uh, you know, like now that he's been called all these things, according to the IC. He might as well do a Jim Fannin interview. He can't, yeah, get, can't yeah. get any lower. Yeah, I was impressed. Dave did great. Shandor yeah, will probably do great tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow no, right? he's not up tomorrow. He was supposed to be Thursday. Um, but it's not on the agenda. So if it's not on the agenda, there's nothing to speak to. So we might have done some proactive work by getting it off the agenda, uh, probably only temporarily. But it looks like his activism is paid off because there it's not it's not coming up on Thursday. It was supposed to be on the agenda for Thursday, and he had a delegation. But I don't even think he's heard about the delegation because the item the item that he wanted to speak to is not on the agenda. So. Either it's put off. I think his uh, assertion was they didn't reach quorum in the last committee meeting. So hard to send something to council if you don't form quorum. In yeah, you have to meeting. have quorum. Yep. But we're doing a mock tomorrow, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Down 630. Yep. Not broadcast. Okay. I see that he was carving up some cuts from our last... Uh, uh, meeting, but uh, we won't yeah. have it broadcast. God, I hope he carved me out. Yeah. I think I was drinking that day. <laughs> you didn't even drink. All right, I'm going to cut you loose, my brother. Thanks for popping right. in, and uh, I guess I'll see you tomorrow at 6:30 for the mock uh, council meeting. And yep. it's hot as Africa in here, so I'm going to go for a swim. Peace, love, hug your neighbor, man. and I am out. I love you, Paul. <laughs> Love you, brother. You hang up first. <laughs> no, you hang up. Shut up, Leighton. Now I'm out. For real, I'm out. Recording. Recording stopped.